from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. down in the boot. We'll kick it around with good friend Blake Ruffino in about an hour. 615-844-5600. That is the call text option line. 615-844-5600. On Twitter, at Bill is King. Email the show, BillisKing7 at gmail.com. Signing day, signing period begins this morning. Don't know if there's going to be a lot of drama. Well, actually, there isn't going to be. It's not a crescendo the way we had it all those glorious decades where you would wait for this day like it was an additional Christmas when you're about seven years of age. Yes, us adults could revert back to childhood memories with the first Wednesday in February. And it was glorious. It was wonderful. It was happiness. Now, if you get bad news, sadness on that day. There were some meltdowns on that day, too, but so much fun, man. And they killed it off. Nah, they they killed that off in their infinite wisdom It is bye-bye. You might as well not have it today. Nobody would know the difference, right? Now, there's some people need to sign today and all that are going to sign today. I get that. But if if they just skip this all together, I wouldn't even know the difference. That's how big this day has not become. Kind of sad. Yeah, kind of sad. Okay. News and I talk about this because this affects the entire solar system that we love to play in. 
Here in this state where we do the show, we launch the show every day in the 615 in Tennessee. A federal judge in East Tennessee denied a temporary restraining order on Tuesday that would allow high school prospects and transfer portal players in two states, this was Tennessee and Virginia, to communicate with NIL collectives during their recruitment. The judge, Clifton L. Corker, ruled in favor of the NCAA in the Eastern District of Tennessee after attorneys general in Tennessee and Virginia filed an antitrust lawsuit last Wednesday. The decision comes a day before National Signing Day. In Corker's decision, the judge states Tennessee and Virginia failed to demonstrate at this juncture the requisite irreparable harm for the issuance of a TRO. Now, that sounds bad. Big picture, it's not bad. Yeah, big picture, it is not bad at all. If you go on to read the story, and this is on three, while the TRO was denied, Corker, the judge, also notes in his decision that the two states' merits are likely to succeed. That's the good news. Bigger picture, that's the good news. A preliminary injunction hearing is set for Tuesday, February 13th. Here's the quote. Considering the evidence currently before the court, plaintiffs are likely to succeed on the merits of their claim under the Sherman Act. A key reason why the TRO was not granted is that while athletes are not able to uh, obtain their true NIL value, the harm is monetary damages and not irreparable, the judge writes. But he does say overall they have an excellent chance for success in their case, which overall, again, is good news. Yeah, is is good news. That affects everybody. Now, again, it's, it's Tennessee and Virginia, but this is a – item that everybody's looking at. And um, if we're going to go get into the future, now you got to remember where I come from. I'm not for all this that's going on, but doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. That's where we're at. We're where we are, and there's no turning back. And the judge does note that despite rejecting the TRO, not granting it. Overall, big picture, they have a very, very good chance in their case. That was news from Tuesday. Yeah, that was news from Tuesday. Coach Marshall checking in this morning. He actually is here in the 615 in the Wilco area, where the uh, close to where the kiosk is located for the show. Fire Jerry Stackhouse. That's all I've got, Bill. Fire his AZZ today. Kentucky came into town last night to Memorial Gym, where back in the day there was this thing called Memorial Magic. It is long gone. Long gone. 
And Kentucky's got a whole lot of talent. Now, yes, they lost back-to-back home games for the first time in 15 years. And I believe it's only happened twice, right? Lost to Florida at home. Gators went in there and beat them, and then Tennessee went in there and beat them on Saturday night. Scored 100-plus on them, 103, whatever the number was. But there's a lot of talent on this Kentucky team, and they're not playing right now with D.J. Wagner either. There's probably not a player in America playing better than Rob Dillingham for them either. But but anyways, Tennessee fans will say, what about Dalton Connect? Good point. Yeah, good point. But Kentucky came in here last night and scored, was it 109, whatever it was, beat them 105 to 77. And this Vanderbilt program has no life, has had no life. You can't be Vanderbilt and not be somewhat good in basketball. We already know what's built in for Vanderbilt every year in football. But you can't be ineffective in basketball because they do have some history and some tradition there. Might be a while since we've seen it, but there is some. And that's a problem. And they will have to move on. I don't know when, but they will have to move on. Josh in Picktown. Bill, what about Jay Book tomorrow? I tried to get Dan lost. I've not heard from him. I heard from him regarding the other day. He couldn't do it. He couldn't go on what day would it have been? I believe Tuesday he couldn't go. I offered Thursday because he said, I can later in the week, and I've not heard from him. Yeah, I don't know. But – Yes, Jay Book, let me let me look and see how the calendar, how the schedule is looking. But yeah, we always love Jay Book. It's always a good idea to have Jay Book on this show. I I will never be anti Mr. Jonah Booker who is with Buck Nuts, the fantastic Ohio State site. Never be. Never be against Jay Book. He's, he's very good people. I'm trying to sign in here on the text line to, to, <laughs> to get in. <laughs> it was rejecting my uh, username there for a second. Hey, Bill. It's not a countdown, but only nine days until college baseball. Yeah, I've got nine days to sign up for the Flow Network or whatever that thing's called. I've got nine days. I keep putting it off. I've got to get that. I want to get that done. I don't want to wait until late next week and be scrambling in case there's a problem. want to get that done. Hopefully, I will only need a one-month subscription to use that, and then I can get the heck out of that garbage. That's the, <laughs> that's the plan right now when it comes to the Flow Network. Jim and Jupiter, Bill, they ruined signing day, too. The game we love is going in the wrong direction. Yeah, they did. They absolutely ruined it. Josh in Picktown. Bill Herschel Walker, 
Vernon Golston. Today, Council Bluffs, 2 o'clock, Oklahoma drill. Just man on man. Now, how much width do we get in the Oklahoma drill? Is, is Herschel... Now, Herschel, let, let's remember one thing about Herschel. Herschel wasn't, and I think he's the best college football player of all time, period, any position ever. But Herschel wasn't super quick. He wasn't Barry Sanders style, right? Herschel was size 220-plus. Shoulder pads, north and south. Now, he could get to the corner and then cut it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then elite speed for a guy that big. Elite. Pull away, green grass, I'm gone, see you, speed. And he was very strong, physical, had all that. Oklahoma drill would be tough for him. Just because there's no space there, right? Now, if you gave him a little bit of space, I would favor him. But in a tight, confined area like the Oklahoma drill, what what's the width? Uh, the width could be whatever you want it to be. But is there a conventional width on the Oklahoma drill? I would say Vernon Golston just because of the space limitations. Yeah, that's that's what I would think. Yeah, that's what I would think there. That'd be fun to watch. I, I'd absolutely uh, subscribe and watch it. If if they put that on the uh, the Flow Network, I would watch it. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, get Vaughn to call in on Ohio State and the Bill O'Brien situation. Vaughn's really good on the radio and a true Buckeye insider. Well, I mean, Vaughn's been on this show many times. Now, I think Vaughn's traveling. I think he's out. Is he in Vegas or where? I I, I see the pictures. He's traveling somewhere. I know he's out west, I believe. I don't think Vaughn's back here in the 615 where he lives. But now Vaughn, Vaughn Broadnax is somebody I've known, heck, let me think this out. Maybe almost 20 years. Yeah, almost 20 years. Good people. Vaughn Broadnecks, good people. We'll take the break right here. Coming up out of this break, Mr. Brett Ciancia. Big Six Previews. On the Nashville Hotel.
Good morning. They are working at Accident in Coffee County. It's going to be on 24 westbound at the 111 mile marker. It's a little bit slow up through there as we look at it live. Traffic's picking up now through Rutherford County headed towards Nashville on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. Already some traffic volume over here on 40 coming westbound at Fessler's as you come past the airport building in from Wilson County out there in Dixon County. Watch for a little bit of radar up and down I-40. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken has you covered for the big game coming up this weekend. Uh, to place your order for catering, uh, just log on to Princess Hotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers, folks like me who get the runaround from banks, and he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number, 859-9599, 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage, 859-9599, Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Music City Todd approved. The Bill King Show. Brett, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Tom in Myrtle Beach asks, Hey, Brett, Washington, Michigan, and Bama 
perhaps rebuilding this season, all with a new head coach. Does Pick 6 Previews think it's possible that three of the four who were in the 23 college football playoff might not make the next 12-team playoff? Yeah, well, that's a great question. It's definitely possible. You can put Texas into that mix, too. Uh, playoff team from last year that has an uncertain path in 2024. Um, yeah, you look at it, you have the four conference champs next year, you got the automatic bids. Uh, the fifth spot goes to the best down AQ. That leaves seven at-large teams. So um, out of those seven, how many do you think the SEC get? Probably two of those, maybe three. So uh, for Alabama and Texas, that means they have to finish in the top four of the SEC, an expanded conference that now includes Oklahoma and Texas. So it's going to be tough. Uh, the first two we mentioned, Washington and Michigan, I think have a harder path. Uh, in the short term, I think Washington's going through the biggest roster change in the country right now, lowest in returning production in America. And uh, Michigan, they might set the NFL draft record for draft picks this cycle. So those two are definitely transitional seasons. Bama and Texas have better chances, but still going to be a tough path in that crowded conference. Brett, you're a little muffled. How about now? Can you hear me? That's a little bit better, yes. That's that's a little bit better. Michigan also getting news, and I really like Mike. Mike Elston, defensive line coach, who's considered one of the best, certainly in America, in the college game. Sounds like he's going out west, too, with Harbaugh. Yeah, the hits keep coming, and, um, you know, of course, they hired from within, but you're going to still have to fill a lot of, backfill a lot of coaching spots there. And, um, you know, I think that the – Internal hire was to keep a lot of those transfers from leaving in that 30-day window. Um, but he also has a great offensive mind, a great job at building offensive lines, back-to-back show more award winners. But uh, it's one thing to build an offensive line. It's another to build a whole program and keep it rolling. So, um, yeah, he's going to have to backfill a lot of spots there on the coaching staff. It's going to be a tough transition here. We were, a few minutes previous, lamenting that today, February the, what are we today, February the 7th, which is the beginning of the signing period, the next signing period, is not a crescendo at all. It's a buzzkill. You don't even really know what's happening. Now, if we got a few guys signing. It's, it's an important day for them. And, Brett, I know you're a bit younger, but it was for centuries, for decades, a incredible crescendo leading into February, the first Wednesday of February, and it allowed us adults to be children again and have an additional Christmas day, which was who's coming to what school. It just seems dead now. Yeah, for sure. I remember uh, quite a few of those, and um, it was the, the the key moment of the offseason because it was the last chance you could edit your roster and last time you could add players for that fall. And back then, keep in mind that a commitment from a, a high school senior really meant you get him for three or four or five seasons. So it was um, without the the rampant transfer portal, uh, uh, you know, commitment on the dotted line used to mean something. And that was, hey, we're locking in this class. This class is going to play three, four, or five years together and do something special. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. That's uh, it's a shame to, to lose that college football holiday. There were really just two determining factors. It was the first, who would come back from the NFL draft decision. It was the NFL draft call, and then the signing day. And now, with the, just the transfer is never ending, it's, it loses a lot of effect. But for today, uh, what to look for, I mean, about 95% of the four- and five-star players, the blue chippers, are already signed. So there is a little bit of, uh, a little, little amount of players still signing. 
Uh, but I think the biggest move now will be the, the next spring transfer window, unfortunately. So uh, we'll see how the classes wrap up today. That's just one piece of the puzzle now uh, moving forward. Fifteen days in April, you just referred to the next portal, unless you lose your head coach, and then that 30-day window opens up for the school. But for everybody, 15-day window coming up in a couple of months. Now, Brett, do you anticipate some kind of landslide, some kind of stampede in this one too? Um, Yeah, I think you'll see some movement, um, especially from the programs that already had that 30-day window. Of yeah. course, those players are allowed to leave. They weren't allowed to sign anybody. So I think that they're going to backfill a lot of roster spots at Alabama, Washington, Arizona, Michigan, the programs that lost their head coach after the first signing day. So, um, yeah, I think you're going to see some movement there. Um, but I think you'll see a lot after spring ball, too, when positions are, are set on the field. You know, you battle it out in winter conditioning and then spring ball. And if things don't go a player's way, then they're going to look for the transfer portal after that. We see another big shuffling then. Uh, keep in mind also, Boston College has that 30-day window, and based on their hire, that might just spark some more domino effect down the line. So uh, it's still going to be crazy, but it's just not the same feel at all of, of the usual college signing day. Tim in Philadelphia wants to know if you think Penn State could be ranked in the top three of the Big Ten coming up with the new teams and everything. For 2024 specifically, I think that they have a yeah. shot. Yes, I, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd, I'd probably put it right now at Oregon and Ohio State. Um, however, order you want that one too. Uh, from there, that third spot is open. Normally, you'd consider the three-time defending league champ Michigan, but uh, they lose so much and they're going through a coaching change. Um, so, yeah, that spot is now open. I think Penn State has a great case, uh, especially their, their hires they made on their staff. Another great hiring cycle by James Franklin. Um, and I think that Andy Kotelnicki is one of the best offensive minds in the country, so maybe that unlocks the offense that was stagnant, and now you've got a complete team. So, yeah, right now I throw Penn State three. Brett Ciancio with his pick six previews. Long term, I've always thought James was safe, but the constant drumbeat of not winning the big games, at what point – does that override the overall big picture that he's been pretty good? Yeah, well, I think you have two major things changing here, and it might be less of a problem for James Franklin going forward. First, with the schedule so variable, you're not going to have those two giants lined up every time where you know it's coming. You know you have the Ohio State and the Michigan hurdles. Now with the variable schedules, it's all over the place. I mean, you might miss them both. You might draw a USC instead. Uh, so you might be able to camouflage those two big losses every year, um, and it might be more favorable for them. Uh, secondly, with a 12-team playoff and expanded playoff, I think Penn State's usually in that top 12. I mean, they're they're rarely in the top four, top five, but they're usually always in that top 12. So that's a program that's really going to benefit from an expanded field. They might finish second or third in the Big Ten. That's good. That's definitely good for a, an at-large bid in the expanded playoff. So. Um, I think that this is going to benefit James Franklin greatly. Brett Ciancio, Pick 6 Previews, each and every Wednesday. Brett, I know your job is on the field and evaluating teams and projecting them, etc. This court case involving the state of Tennessee and Virginia against the NCAA, do you keep up with that at all? 
You know, to be honest, I haven't followed that at all. Um, I'll check it out when, when it comes to the conclusion, and then I'll, I'll definitely obsess over it and read every detail. But until anything settled, I, I, you know, I, I can't follow. It's, it's crazy out there, but we'll see what the results come from it and um, could, could uh, change the landscape of college sports, really. And, again, it doesn't really have anything to do with your job, which is, again, evaluating teams and projecting them. But it will have a lot to do with the big picture of the freedom of players to go out and collect money, how they see fit. Yeah, it changes that. And and downstream from that is really just the talent acquisition of a team and a program. And then, of course, uh, the talent acquisition leads to the wins on the field. So, yeah, it, it might not be exactly what I cover, but, I mean, the, the impacts of that will change the team's abilities to, to recruit, to sign players, to sign transfers, to stack a roster. Um, and then eventually win ball games. So, yeah, it definitely is a part of the puzzle. But, um, you know, we'll see what comes of it. Brett Ciancio, and again, Pick 6 Previews. You can get all his information. I encourage you to subscribe and get his uh, book when it comes out. What What's the due date on that book usually, Brett, with all the various ex- distractions we have going on? Yeah, thanks. Well, I publish mine later than most, if not all. Um, you see a lot of them come on the on the newsstands in April and May, and, and that's still during that transfer window. That's still before the whole summer transfer window, so you're not really getting a clear picture there. I wait. Mine comes out mid-July. Uh, that, that allows me to get another round of coach interviews in, another round of uh, roster updates, and, uh, and then projection updates off of that because these aren't just backups that are transferring. These are key, huge key players. So, yeah, mid-July for the book release, uh, hard copy now, third straight year doing hard copy. Uh, also have the digital option, so when you buy it, you get the digital immediately, emailed to you, and then we ship out the, the, the hard copy. So, yeah, really excited to be working on it again. It is weird seeing all the new conference alignments. It, it still hasn't gotten old after a month of working on this book, but um, I'm really excited. It's a, it's a year of change in college football, and I think that uh, this, this, this preview magazine is going to help a lot of people get ready for the year. You know the one that, although I knew fully well they had left the league, they ran to move to another one. It took me about five years to make it normal in my head was Nebraska. For whatever reason, I just, when my brain would turn to Nebraska, it wouldn't automatically say Big Ten. It took me a long time just for that (laughs) to work. I don't know why. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I mean, that one, uh, West Virginia and the Big 12 was was odd. But here's the problem, Bill. You have 10 Nebraskas this year. Everyone's shifting around. you got SMU in the ACC, Stanford, Cal on the East Coast, and uh, the four border schools going to the Big 12, and Texas, Oklahoma, SEC. It just goes on and on. So uh, you got UCLA in the Big Ten. It's like 10 of those scenarios all into one year, plus the expanded playoff bracket and all the transfers you can imagine. So it's, it's a crazy offseason. Brett, tell everybody one more time how they can get all your content. Yeah, thank you. Pick6previews.com for the preview book coming out in July. And then Pick6previews on Twitter until then, all day, every day, putting college football stats and tweets and analysis. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Bill. Have a good one. Always a pleasure to talk with Brett Ciancia. Yeah, always a pleasure. Jim and Jupiter regarding signing day. And this was a ritual for a lot of people. He said, Bill, I used to take the day off. From work, wait for the commits to come in. Once smartphones came in, didn't need to do that anymore. Oh, there's parties. 
That is, at least was, I should say, for many a designated holiday. Hey, hey, I'm I'm calling in that day. I, I'm I'm I've already planned out a sick day. I remember I've told you this, but back at the WLAC days, and some of you go back that far, and some of you don't. And you could hear that signal. We we started the show at five in the afternoon. And so during the late fall and winter, that signal would go half of Americans skip into other places too, outside of the country. And I'd get a lot of correspondence. But back then, I was just, I mean, I was a bulldog. And I mean, I just, I was, we had created such a frenzy over this stuff that I invited people to call the front desk, the main business line of the radio station, anytime during the day, and if you want to ask me or talk to me briefly about recruiting, I'd do it. Literally, I could not get up from my desk to go to the uh, the restroom. I could not get up. If I wanted to go, and there was all kinds of food places around where we're at, I couldn't even get into one of those places. I couldn't get up. If I did get up, to try and go down the hall and go into the restroom. There would be five messages in a minute over the intercom from the secretary, line one, line six, line three. Crazy. And I loved it. No, 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 no. Those were some days, man. All right, we'll get the break. I got an audio clip, but I'm going to wait until later for that. It's a lawyer talking about the uh, Tennessee, Virginia case. Omni Nashville Hotel. Morning, clearing up a couple of earlier wrecks. One downtown, 40 west on that ramp there to Broadway. It should be out of there hopefully in a few minutes as traffic starts to pick up through Rutherford County on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area in Coffee County. They're mopping up an accident from earlier on 24 westbound. That's going to be in Manchester at the 111 mile marker. Still a little bit slow through there right now on 24 westbound through that section of Coffee County. Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered with the big game coming up this Sunday. You can place your order for catering at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. 
Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. comes to the college football playoff he's for exclusion not inclusion it's bill king we were talking mike elston outstanding defensive line coach michigan he was at notre dame for quite some time is leaving to join Jim Harbaugh in Los Angeles with the Chargers. I'm a big fan of Mike Elston. Here locally, well, here in the South, I should say, Rodney Garner up in Tennessee. There's been rumors that he would be taking the vacant D-line job at Auburn. Now, Rodney Garner is an Auburn guy. That's where he played. He coached there in the early 90s. After that, he got hired at Tennessee. And he left Tennessee after a couple of years to go to Georgia. Jim Donnan hired him down there at Georgia, and he stayed at Georgia for, boy, what? Was he at Georgia for 20 years or something? You guys can correct me. I believe so. But I take that back. I take that back. He was there for about 14, 15 years, not 20 years. Then he got hired back at his alma mater, Auburn, and has been at Tennessee the last couple of years Kevin in Mule Town was saying that he didn't think that Garner's going to go back. 
there's some talk about that, but he didn't think that Rodney Garner is going to head back. He is a Rodney Garner is a really good defensive line coach. Historically, he has been known as an ace recruiter. I don't know if that's necessarily his superpower anymore. It used to be. Rodney Garner, at one point, arguably was the best individual recruiter in college football. You could argue that about 20 years ago. I don't know if that is his stick as much. He's good. No, no, no. Don't misunderstand me. He's still good. I don't know if he's the superpower that he used to be, but he's somebody Tennessee certainly would not want to lose. Rodney Garner. If, if he did... If he did go back, that would be – how many times would that be him going back to Auburn? He was at Auburn early 90s. There's one. And then he left – let me pull this up real quick. He left Georgia to join Auburn, go back home in 13. Okay, there you have it, in 13. So that would be time number three if he went back, but but – Apparently, the feeling at the moment is that they do not expect him to be heading back to the loveliest village down there with Coach Coach Hugh Freeze. Tell you who he did not like. Man, he did not like. He did not like Terry Bowden from his early 90s experience. Oh, not at all. No, Kev, up in Chicago, Bill. If the Jack Swarbrick prediction comes true, football only, could we be looking at players being able to stay as long as they want? Well, that's that's a good question. I don't think so. I, I don't I don't see that. But you're saying, hey, if it's if it's basically a pro model, I mean, why can't you stay? I don't think so. That is something I haven't really put a lot of thought in. Now, let me just explain, if you don't know what he's talking about, a couple of years ago, Jack Swarbrick, AD at Notre Dame, longtime AD, and uh, he's on his way out as the AD. He predicted that he could see someday in the next five to ten years some schools, some campuses having sports only as part of that campus, meaning they're not part of the student body at all. They're there to do the sport, and that's it. They're there to participate in that sport, let's say football. That's it. I'm not going to Western Civ class. I'm not going to English 101. I'm not going to biochemistry class. I'm not going to microbiology class. I'm not going to Spanish. I'm not doing any of that. I'm over here to play football. That's for you guys to do. And his question is, if we got to that point, first of all, how many schools would adopt that model if we got there, meaning allow that? And would the definition of freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, and your red shirt and all that remain the same? Well, here's the answer to that. Who's running this? Are we to the point then where the SEC and the Big Ten have gotten everything they want? Who's who's making the rules? The NCAA's power, which has been diminishing for a while, is being now threatened publicly and in much peril. In much 
peril, y'all. So the answer is, who's making the rules? Now, I would assume it would be a situation where you would have the regular classes, even if you're not really going to class. And because what would you do then? I mean, what would happen to the recruiting model? If, if people are staying, that's – no, and the other reason is, your good players, I'm talking about the really good players, are going to have a chance in the NFL, right? Now, again, that's a small percentage, but of the teams we talk about, they put dudes in the NFL. So I think the classification model we have in place would be likely the same. I'm, I'm surmising here. Blake Rafino, top of the hour. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Starting to load up pretty good on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. Coming in through Rutherford County right now. Uh, Murfreesboro headed towards Nashville. They were moving that wreck a few minutes ago on that 40 westbound off-ramp at Broadway. It was slowing down traffic just a bit. Starting to get heavy now on I-40 westbound through the Mount Julian area headed towards Nashville. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered for the big game this Sunday. They can help you with catering. Go online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, 
With youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. And you got to hand it to the Chiefs. They're a championship organization, championship pedigree. Mahomes is a winner. I think he's the new Brady. Travis Kelsey hasn't really played all that great all year. Dropped a lot of passes. He played like a man possessed. You know, 11 targets, 11 catches. The Chiefs proved you never underestimate the heart of a champion. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. knows more about the oblong spheroid than any man in America. It's Bill King. Blake Rafino, top of the hour. 615-844-5600. That is the call text option line. And from West Palm, Jupiter, whatever they call that whole gorgeous area down there, Jim. Welcome in, sir. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. So I got a question for you, Billy. So you talk about the AD from Notre Dame, and he was talking about there being a separate division and, you know, people don't go to school and all that stuff. Did you ever discuss or have you – what are your feelings about would Notre Dame play that game? Because I don't know if they would want to be in the division of big-time teams where players don't go to school and they're paying their players flat out and all that. Would Notre Dame play in that, that sandbox? I don't think it'd be a different division. I just think it's what you choose to do with your campus. But, no, your point is would they allow sports only on that campus, and I can't imagine. I cannot imagine that, no. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. So, basically, they would force their players, you know, and their their student-athletes to still play by the old rules. But, say, at Florida State or Florida, we could have – players that don't go to school that would be a huge disadvantage for them football only man my major is football that's what i do i mean (laughs) i really hope it doesn't come to that but i mean i don't see it not how can it not i mean nothing good is coming with this sport you're right i mean the way things are going it's probably coming right it's uh yeah he said about like 28 or 30 he could see that now he didn't guarantee it but he said i could I could envision this. Yeah, I mean, that guy, I don't agree with a lot of what he does, but he's a real smart guy, and he knows. He can see it. Um, I just – this whole thing is just getting ridiculous. And um, I I don't know. You know, I'm still here for it, but at some point it's going to be – it might just look so different that – I don't know how uh, if I would stick around 
for for a type of um, you know this type of sport where it is just completely professional football. And the whole thing is is that what all these crazy leftists and and people that pay the players and stuff they don't realize that the people that they're going to hurt the most are the players because the players are going to get all this money early and they're not going to have worked for it and they're going to blow it. Just like NFL players, you know, half of them are broke within a, a certain amount of time. Imagine getting that kind of money when you're 18 years old and you haven't proven anything. Um <clears throat> they're the ones who are going to get affected the most. But no one wants to talk about that. They just want to talk about, you know, look how much money the universities are making and the teams and stuff like that, and we got to help the players. But they they don't care about when these guys are all going to be broke and they don't have an education to back, you know, to to fall back on. I mean, um, they're the ones who are going to get hurt with this. So I don't know. I, I hate where it's going, but I'm still here, I guess. Have a, have a good the rest of the week there, Jim. Appreciate you, bud. Take care. What would have to happen, self-inflicted-wise, for college football to take a big chunk of us and turn us off? Meaning we just can't. We just can't do it anymore. We can't support it, talk about it. We talk about all these changes we've undergone just in the last couple of years, just a massive amount of changes. And you wonder, where do they have to go to finally just lose? Because you got to remember, TV revenue is what all this is about. It's about media relationships, TV contracts. If they lose the eyeballs, you don't have the billions. Football to date, though, hasn't had a problem with that, right? Maybe they think, so what if we lose some? It's closer to the NFL model. The NFL is wildly successful and popular. It's number one. And maybe that culture will envelop more of the college football than typically they do. Don't know. Yeah, don't know. To date, all of these changes that, again, most of them I don't like, has not killed me off. It has not killed me off yet. Kevin in Muletown. Hey, Bill, Rodney Garner's wife still lives in Auburn, has a house there too. He has daughters at Tennessee. Here he's staying in Tennessee. Also, he has his fastball still. Got Ross and Pierce, who are both five-star defensive ends. Yeah, the Ross kid coming up from uh, Alabama, and then Pierce they got out of North Carolina, who is considered a top-five type pick, the way he's playing. He's just a true sophomore right now. Here's what we'll do. We'll take the break. Coming right back, Mr. Blake Ruffino down in the booth. He's coming up next. Tommy Nashville Hotel. 